Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I'm super excited uh, to have this guest on because I've recently, I'll get into it more later. Um, I've I've truly been, I don't know, been pulling with like faith and how to move it, like like, get it into my business. So, um, my guest is Daniela Coffey, and she is the founder of Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network. So thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this platform. So I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be like a, such a fun uh, conversation. And I was looking at your website and just love what you're doing. So yeah, like I just want to dive in. Like, when did you start it? Like, how did you, did it come about? You know, all that good stuff. Um, I actually started this. Uh, we just launched Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network um, in November of 2019. Oh, wow. But of course, I have been a woman of faith. Um, um, I come from my father as a pastor. And so, um, of course, faith was, the, is, was an intricate part of our life. Um, and so that has been my entire life. Um, so I have, um, we launched it in 2019 and then it has gone like, ex- it has exceeded my expectations. And so um, we started our digital platform in January of this year. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's been going extremely, extremely well. So yeah. I want to say and answer your question, right? Yeah. Oh no, that's amazing. Like how many members and stuff do you guys have? And are you just like growing worldwide or? Yes, it is a global membership. Um, and the best, the one thing that I love about it, it does, um, it, um, I'm a Christian woman, but we, we have a global network of women. So from Jews, Jewish to, um, Muslim, Catholic, Protestant, it's just a wide variety of women of faith. And that is what our, one of our missions is, is we, we, we break the barriers of religion because you find out when you talk to another woman, it doesn't matter her race, her color, it doesn't matter her ethnicity, her nationality. We all have so much in common and we have more in common than we do different. But the one thing that we have in common um, amongst everyone that's a part of our global network is we all are women of faith. That's our core value by which we live, our belief systems, our morals, our values. Um, So that's what we all have in common. And that that's what unites us and combines us. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that it's it's so many different walks of faith. You know what I mean? Because in my mind, it was just I'm Christian. And in my mind, it was just I was thinking Christian. But it's so like that's great. That's even like amazing because that's what we need, like a place where we can all come together Mm -hmm. And as Absolutely. women and business owners, because like there's so yeah. much to juggle. Like, I love that. And yes. I look at prices. The prices are great too. Like, so it's not like out of the, you know, like it no. can't like not afford it. That's amazing. No, no, it's you know, I I'm you know, our business, Women of Faith Entrepreneurs Network, um, a part of one of our um our lanes or a part of on our umbrella is we have a 
a business. We teach you how to start, grow, and scale your business. Mm -hmm. So my passion is for new entrepreneurs that you have a um, a solid foundation, a structural business, mm -hmm. a business that is structured solidly. Um, and so we we teach you how to start all the way from you know. Um, structuring your business, LLC, corporation, non-for-profit, you know, whatever it is that, that, that big vision, mm -hmm. but we teach you how to soundly structure it. So that it's a passion of mine um, that we not just operate out of vision, but we operate out of excellence. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. huge because that's yeah. kind of the stuff that some people, I mean, that's not really the fun stuff, you know, like LLC no. and like how you're going to structure it, but it no. is so important, you know, Very. and like, if you don't get all that, and then it's also too, you can go to Google and YouTube, but it's like, I don't know if you have someone just telling you exactly what yes. makes it so much easier. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We, you know, we teach you how to, and if you don't know how to, we do it for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. So, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Um, do you have any, so doing all that global business, you know, all kinds of things going on. Do you have any tips on like, work and life balance? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, this is such a great question. I saw this question. I was like, I love answering this question, right? Uh, because as a businesswoman, I'm a wife. I'm, I'm a fur mom, so I don't have any children yet. Um, but I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm an aunt. Um, I have 25 nieces and nephews, 19 great nieces and nephews. Um, I, my both parents are, are still here by the grace of God. Thank you, God. Um, and so I'm, I'm a lot to a lot of people. And so I have learned, Nicole, that you cannot balance. It's impossible. It's impossible because, you know, most of the time, you know, everything is calling and beckoning for you all at the same time, mm -hmm. business and home. So what I have learned to do is to prioritize. Um, I come from a nursing background and that is the one thing that they teach us. They teach us, you know, the ABCs, airway, breathing, and circulation. So it's what's important first. What do I need to do first? What's a priority for me first? If it's my home, I take your home. And that always trumps business. Let me just be very, very clear on that. You know, I have a mantra that I live by daily and it's, I am faithful to my God. I am faithful to myself. I am faithful to my family. I am faithful to my business and I am faithful to the process. I am a woman of faith entrepreneur. And so that is a mantra that I live by daily. And in that order is how I prioritize my life. So if business is calling, but my home is something needed to be taken care of in my home, I put business on the back burner. Let me make sure home is good because mm -hmm. if home is not good, business won't be good. If I'm not good, business won't be good. So in that order is how I prioritize. So I never balance, but I do prioritize. I love that. I love that answer. And it makes so much sense because yeah, yes. I think when I first started this podcast and I had this question, I thought there might be like work-life balance. I had never achieved it. That's why I wanted to like get other people's <laughs> opinion. But yeah, no, it turns out not. there is not. <laughs> yeah. And I just love that like, you prioritize because you're so right. Like if we're not good in other places, like it directly affects our yes. business. Like yes, it does. Absolutely. And I have been in a place where my dad used to say this. I've been in a place where my home, I was making an F at home and an A in the streets. And that's mm -hmm. what he said. That's how my dad puts it. He said, so you can't be have, making A 
you know, in business and then you come home and home is a wreck because you can't be effective in business if you're not being effective at home. And so, and even to yourself, that's number one, you're, 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 make you your priority, right? You know, even for moms, I know that's very difficult to do, but you even have to, you know, I hate to say the word train, but I'm going to say teach. We're the professors of our lives. So we teach people how to treat us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that means your children, that means your husband, that means your family. Listen, today is not your day. Today is mommy's day. Mm -hmm. So I need a break. I need, I need a moment. I need an hour. If it's in the bathroom, in the tub, close the door. If it's in your car, if it's going to the mall, I don't care what you enjoy doing. Make that time for you. It will not, it, time won't make it. You have to make the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think as women, we so put other people ahead of us, you know, and yes, it's hard to like, like make that boundary, you know, and just be like, I, I got to, you know, cause I know for the longest time, like I was like that. And I had a girl on the podcast last week and she actually went into like, she thought she was dying. She was like, I went into like complete, like burnout. She was like, I didn't even know it was like physical. She's like, I thought it would be mental. Do you have that too before? I had it. I, that's why I'm, a, that's why I'm such an expert in it because I had it. <laughs> it sounds terrifying. Yes, I had it. I went through a really dark, deep depression. It's because I was trying to be this superwoman to everybody. Even in my business, I was trying to be the woman that knew everything in my business. I was doing everything. I was, you know, I'm like, no, I got it. You know, I call it that I have a syndrome or Mm -hmm. I'm good or the I'm okay-itis is what I like to call it. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I have it. Don't worry. No, I don't have it. I don't. I need help. And so a great leader does not do 10 people's jobs. A great leader delegates, delegates to 10 people. Right. And so we have to, as women, we have to learn that. We have to learn that the number one, the number one death rate of women is heart disease. And I do believe it's because of dis-ease, because we're trying to handle so much. Right. You know, and so we have to learn to prioritize ourselves. We have to learn to learn to delegate. We have everything that we need. It's either in us or around us, but we'll never learn what's around us if we never ask for the help we need. Right. I love that. And, you know, and I think a lot of times we get scared to ask like, oh God, what are they going to think? Or maybe they're just going to, you know, what their reaction is going to be. But usually people are like, oh my God, yes, of course. Like, why didn't you ask me sooner? You know? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So Um, I love love all that. I know, I did too. I <laughs> As I sip, right? I love uh, that subject. Like, we're cheers, right? <laughs> cheers. <laughs> awesome. So kind of going into that as well, like, I know, you know, now with the day that we live, like, we have so many automations and, like, apps that we can use that help our lives, you know, become yeah. more simple. Like, do you have any that you love that you use yeah, all the time? I do. Um, for my membership, I'm a Kajabi girl. You know, shout out to Kajabi if you want, you know, I'm an affiliate with Kajabi. So just saying. (laughs) I've heard amazing things. Like it's like everything that you think you need ever. It's like all there. Yeah, it is. I absolutely adore Kajabi. Um, um, Of course, for my scheduling, for my personal brand, I use Calendly. Um, Mm -hmm. That is my go to. 
um, because I don't talk for free. Um, That's another thing that we just, we got to get better at making ourselves a priority and stretching yourself so thin to the point where you're leaving your family. Um, One of my other coaches said, Daniela, how unfair is it for you to leave your family full, return empty with nothing to show for it? Right. Oh, that's powerful. I just have to let that sit because I know that, you know, we're trying to build a platform and we're trying to, you know, you know, get exposed to the world. But I even had to break away from that. I'm not trying to get exposed anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, to, you know, build platforms. My goal is I want God to be pleased with my life. Mm-hmm. And when he's pleased with my life, I'm not worried about platforms. They'll come. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can see like already like the growth of, you know, since you started, you know, it seems like his hand is in that, which is amazing. Yes. Um, I love that. So this isn't one of the questions that I sent, but I kind of touched on it when we entered, like started, like, do you have any tips of like, or like how we can kind of bring our faith into like our business? Like, I know for me, I've always been not like hesitant, but I'm like, well, I just don't know where like people follow me for marketing tips. Are they going to want to hear about my faith or like what's important and, you know, just things like that. So I don't even really know where to start. Yeah. Um, when I became clear, one of my coaches said to me um, a while ago um, and someone that I truly admire and is very well known. She said to me, she said, you say God too much. And Nicole, it gut hit me. And I paused for a moment and I even start contemplating and really taking to heart what she said. It almost got me because she said, you'll never reach a diverse market, but you're going to only reach Christian women. You're going to only reach mm-hmm. African-American. Women. Now, this is exactly what she said. She said, because you say God too much. And I sat there for a moment. I took it in and it almost got me. And then I thought about that. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? If a client decides not to book me or purchase my services based on my faith, you're not my client. There is over seven and a half billion people on this earth. And if I will allow, a, I don't care if it's a million, if it's a billion, there's still six billion left. Mm-hmm. And that means that People that I am assigned to, it's an assignment that is meant. And so I no longer compromise who I am, who I serve, and my faith based off of monetary gain. No. Because if you are, if I'm assigned to you, if it's something that I have that you need and I can get you to the next level, listen, Mm -hmm. it's your fault if you miss out on me, not mine. I just, I tell people, because when I'm in your life, I'm going to add value. And I hope that when you're in my life, you're going to add value. And so when we ever start and become confident on the person that God has created, no longer will we compromise. I don't care what table I sit at. As a matter of fact, they won't even invite me because they already know my standards. And when they do invite me, when I do sit at the table, they understand who I am. They was like, listen. Daniela's coming. We already know what she's bringing and how she's bringing. But I guarantee you when I leave the table, it's no longer the same. 
I guarantee you, you're going to have fresh ideas. You're going to have um, things that's going to help you build your business, scale your business, grow your business, because I sat at that table. So I'm not compromising on the God that I serve, the God that has brought me through my faith. Because when we turn this laptop off, desktops off, when we're going through those challenging marital situations or children or business stuff, listen, I have to pray. God help me through this. It is nobody at that table. I have to get that done. And so I won't compromise that no more. I love that. I yes. love it. That like gave me goosebumps. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, so, no more compromising. Yeah. I love that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like different aspects, like just, and it just no compromising with like ourselves no or who we serve and just no. be authentically ourselves. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. That. All of you, all of you, authentically you, all yeah. of you. Yeah. And I'm going to share this story really quick. I know we're pushing for time. Yeah. Oh, no, so, no, we're not in any hurry. Seriously. Okay. All right. So we, there's a story that I tell people to be careful how you treat people. Uh, my parents own a restaurant here in Chicago and we're the oldest soulful restaurant here in Chicago. And so shout out to my daddy. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm a daddy's girl, as you can tell. Awesome. Uh, and so um, he, um, there was a gentleman that walked into our business And I was, at the time, I was in the kitchen, I was cooking, I was hot, I was sweat, I was just tired, okay? I looked exhausted. It, I just, yeah, I was a mess. And so I was standing at the counter, the gentleman walked into the restaurant, and the gentleman asked to speak to the owner. And at the time, my father was busy, and I said to him, I said, well, um, at this time, I said, is there anything, sir, that I may help you with? And he said, no, I don't want to speak with you, I want to speak with the owner. And I said, well, sir, he's a little busy right now. How may I help you? I'm looking, I'm looking for a position, a manager's position, and I don't want to speak with you. Very rude, very yeah. nice. And so I said, okay, sir, not a problem. Give me one second. I proceeded to go into the kitchen and I called my dad. I said, dad, listen, there's a gentleman out here that wants to speak to you. He's looking for a manager position. And he said, okay, so he walks out. And so I'm nosy. I stood at the door. (laughs) I stood at the door, just, you know, kind of just eavesdropping on the conversation, but he couldn't see me. And so he was, you know, doing his spill with my father. And he said, um, he said, you know, I have all this qualification, very qualified, dressed well, I mean, qualified. Mm -hmm. And so um, my dad said to me, he said, well, sir, at this time, I'm transitioning and I'm transitioning um, to leave the business to my daughter. So currently, I'm not doing the hiring. He said, my daughter is doing the hiring. Let me go and get her. (laughs) You already know, right, where I'm going, Nicole, right? So my dad walks to the door, and I was already standing there. So my dad said, Daniela, can you come out for a moment? I walked out, head (laughs) held high. I did. And he looked at me and dropped. His face just went like. <laughs> like white, like, like he saw a ghost or something. <laughs> a ghost. It's just like pure, just ghost. Right. I mean, I mean, it was crazy. And so I said to him, and he, I mean, he just began to apologize. And I said to him, I said, well, at this time, we're not doing any hiring. And I said, but I want to leave this message with you. Be careful how you treat people. 
because your next just may be attached to that person that you're mistreating. Your next, your next business opportunity, your next, um, your next big break, your next deal, your next personal breakthrough, your, your next marital breakthrough just might be attached, but you judged me based off how I looked and not off what I bring to the table. And so he apologized and we became really cool. I didn't hire him because I said, if you treat me that way, how in turn will you treat my customers? And that's how Jesus is. He does the same thing. He said, you're going to miss me by thinking I'm going to come looking one way and I'm going to come another. That bomb on the street that you want to walk past and not say anything to. And he said, you know what? That's me. That's me. The person that, you know, because of, you know, when this whole racial thing, you know, because I don't look like you and I don't have the same color, you want to bypass me. But that's not the way we need to operate. It doesn't matter what color you are, how you look. I just might be your next. And so I embrace everyone. I embrace lives, period, because I know I'm going to be held accountable and responsible for how I treat you. Not how you treat me, but how I treat you. Right. And how you treat me, that's your loss. Right. That's between your business and you are God's business, not mine. Right. Oh, I love that. I think people yeah. forget about that sometimes, you know, they yeah. get caught up in life and, you know, you yeah. treat somebody bad and maybe you had a bad day or what. I don't know. That's, that's yeah. still no excuse, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. And we all have bad days. All of us do. Right. And I will tell you, I'm very open. I say, listen, today is not a good day for me. So let me get back with you. Right. Now that's called self-control. Yeah. That's called, you know what, let me, let me step away from the situation because I know I'm not in the mind and the right mindset to deal with whatever this particular issue is at that time. And so I'm learning, I haven't perfected it. I'm perfecting it. Right. I'm learning to say, even with my husband, honey, they step away um, because, you know, Danny is going to come out and I don't want you to see Danny today. (laughs) Right. <laughs> so back off me for a minute. Right. Let me get myself together. Right. right. <laughs> I love that. Let's not talk about this right now because right. it's not going to be a good outcome for, for either of us. So yeah, yeah I'm uh, learning. I love, yeah. I mean, I just love your approach to everything. Like you're just very, you. you communicate, you know, and you just don't, you know, like compromise. Yeah. You put things no. like it's so it's just, it's so inspiring, honestly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank of you. Course. Um, okay. One of my favorite questions. Um, what's your most effective way that you market your business or your favorite way to market it? Uh Oh, now this is going <laughs> to shock a lot of people. I love social media. Of course, you know, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. I have not tapped into LinkedIn as much yet. And I don't do Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I so Twitter. yeah, I, like I can't. No, um, it's just too much. It's just, just, every right. two minutes, there's a new platform popping up. And I'm okay. like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. So I take that pressure off yourself. Just, I just say, find two that you love and work those two. I agree. So Instagram, I'm doing more with Instagram and Facebook. But my secret, honestly, is this. Picking up the phone and making the phone call. <clears throat> so often overlooked, but so important. It, you know, I, I even make, you know, Facebook has an, an option where you can call people on Facebook. Yeah. 
I'm one of those people. I will call you on Facebook if I don't have your number. If I see that there is a way that I can meet your need, if I see, I'm making a, a minimum of maybe 20 calls a day. Oh, so wow. I'm always, awesome. yeah. And people pick up? Like, I didn't even know you could call on Facebook until my daughter, yes. she's nine, told me the other day. And I was like, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You can call. Really? And I guess most of nine ounces and 95% of the time people will pick up. And then if they don't, you know, it'll say miss call by right. blah, blah, blah. And then people will go, they'll find out who I am and they'll call me back like, oh my God, I didn't know that was you. And I would love to connect. Um, and so your social media presence is very, very, very vital. And it's very vital that you be authentically you on social media, that you are behind social media. Right. You don't want one person to see you one way on social media. And then when you get home, you know, you're a whole nother person. Right. Because it's hard to keep up an act. Yeah, it's exhausting. And they're, you know, like life's too short for that. You know? Yeah. We don't need that. It's it's come on. I'm not this is Daniela. What you see is what you get. I am me. I don't care if we're in a White House, if we're in a if we're in church, if we're at the in a business meeting, if we're at a board meeting, this is Daniela Coffee. You're gonna get me. I am authentically who I am and confident in who I am now. I wasn't always that way, mm-hmm. but now I am. That's awesome. So I, I pick up the phone and I make the phone call. Of course, I, I use the platforms Facebook and as well as um, as Instagram, but I don't stop talking to people. I use email marketing. Yeah, I use all that good stuff. But right. Well, there's nothing as like, you know, as real as being able to speak to someone, you know, to hear their voice. Like you can yes. see the way they write. You can see, you know, things like that. But being able to actually like seek and get their feel and their vibe. And yeah, it's That's, so, so much better. It is. And I love, I love people. I love connecting with people. That's why I'm having a hard time with not doing conferences and workshops. I'm going crazy. I know. Yeah. I see. I'm actually kind of a homebody, but even this is driving me nuts. Like, I'm just like, I've got this. <laughs> so I can't even imagine like the extroverts that like need to be out there. Like I can't imagine what y'all are going through right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you. I love my husband. I love my dog. Well, my dog travels with me when I speak, so everybody oh. knows she comes out on stage with me, and then her caretaker takes her. But everyone knows, like Daniela loves. I love people. Yeah. So not being able to hug, I'm like, this is not gonna work for me. Like I need to hug. I love right. hugging people. Um, and so it's 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 very challenging. Yeah. Are you guys opening up at all or how is it where you are? We are in phase three and depending on how all of, you know, all of this craziness that's going on right now, um, they may skip phase four and go right to five, but you know, you can eat out. So restaurants are open. You can only eat Mm -hmm. outside and um, certain businesses, you have to go into a store, you have to wear your mask, Mm -hmm. uh, which messes up my pretty lipstick. Well, I just find them like all itchy. Like I can't stand it. It's in my eye and I'm just like, ah. Yes. Good Lord. But so we just, yeah, we'll see how this yeah. goes, but I'm ready to, I'm really ready to open back up. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. I'm ready. So, um, so I know you're gonna have some fantastic tips on this one. Um, how do you get out of your comfort zone to help grow your business? And like, how do you, like, do you have any tips for other business owners to get out of their comfort zone? Yes. Um, how do I get out of my comfort zone? Um, so because I'm a very creative person, um, and this is the, oh, I'm working on this, Nicole. So I'm, 
Okay, just real talk. Um, I am a very creative person. I'm a very spontaneous person too. And I've learned that that does not necessarily work all the time in business. Mm -hmm. Okay, sometimes some things you have to plan for. And I'm one of those people, if I have an idea, I launch it. I listen, I'm three or four, I'm a night owl. So I'm up three, four o'clock in the morning. You know, I do the opposite of what most people do. And I've learned that about myself. You know, let me just put that disclaimer out there. Stop putting the pressure on yourself to be like everyone else. Okay. Your business doesn't look like everyone else. Your journey is not. So that spirit of comparison has really destroyed and caused imposter syndrome, overthinking, negative thinking. It has caused stagnation. It has caused procrastination because we're comparing our journey to someone else's. And you cannot do that. Stop it. Your business doesn't look like everyone else. If it does, it'll put you in a melting pot. And no one will want to buy your services. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. And it's like so easy to, you know, with everybody, like I launched, I had a hundred thousand dollar launch or I'm doing this and doing that. And yeah, yeah, you kind of have to like put blinders on to like get on social media and do things before you like see everything. And get off. Yeah, exactly. Just focus. Yeah. I, I was, I was that person to comparison. Oh my God. We've all done it. Yeah. Yes. And then it started, comparison started wreaking jealousy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is not see? good. It's not. And then it started wreaking envy. And then before I knew it, I was so busy off in their lane, looking at what they were doing. And my business over here was just like, okay, are you going to ever attend to me again? Because I'm so busy trying to be, and then people wasn't like, they weren't gravitating because I was trying to be something that I was not. Right. Based off what I was comparing myself to. Mm -hmm. Hogwash, not doing it. No more. Done with that. So, I have learned that for me to get out of my comfort zone, I had to bring on team members that were better than I was in the area in which they were experts in. I didn't come from corporate. I came from a family business. And so I have a lot of corporate people on my team that comes from corporate. That's what they do. They push me so far out of my comfort zone until I hate it. I mean, you should see some of the meetings we're on. I'm like, I'm not doing it that way. It doesn't work. I'm the CEO. It doesn't work that way. And they're like, Daniela, structurally, we have to do it this way. So I'm so far out of my comfort zone right now, Nicole. It's, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I cry some days. But I know that it's for the betterment of the business. It's for the, for, forget the business, for my members, for my clients. Mm-hmm. Because that is why I work hard. Because I want to see them succeed. Yeah. Because if they succeed, I'm not even worried. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. If I do what I need to do for them, they'll tell someone else. And someone else will tell someone else. It's just like speaking. I don't try to speak to the whole um, audience. I just need to speak to those that I need to speak to. Right. And those will tell someone else. I'm not for everybody. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. So... Hiring and bringing on people that are, that's a part of your team that is going to push you. Connecting, divine, I call it divine connecting and divine disconnecting. Because in order to connect to the people that you need in your life that's going to push you from your comfort zone, you're going to have to start disconnecting from some people that is not adding value to your life. Yes. Getting in unfamiliar circles, getting in unfamiliar territories. I have a quote that I say daily. If it's my familiar, it's my history. 
But mm-hmm. if it's my unfamiliar, it's my destiny. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because if you're familiar with it, you already know about it. It's history. Right. You know already. But the unfamiliar ground is what I don't know about. That's destiny. Right. So I get around people and I, I ask the questions that maybe the average person won't ask. If I don't know, I don't pretend like I know. Can you explain that, please? Can you break it down in Lane's terms? Because that went over my head. Don't pretend like you're in a situation. You're like, oh, I understand that. And you don't know it. Then you won't get what you need to get from it. Right. And it'll just slow you down. Exactly. Exactly. Because now you had a time to learn it and you didn't learn it. And so now you have to go back to relearn what you should have learned based off of you didn't want to ask the right questions. Right. So that's how I get out of my comfort zone. I love that. It makes total sense. And I know I have not hired anyone yet, but I have spoken with other women that have, you know, and it is, I don't know. I even like I invested in two different masterminds and even like putting that investment and that money in something made me very uncomfortable. And so, Mm -hmm. but it was good. Like, like so much growth came out of it. And, you know, and I've heard like that hiring is that same as well. You know, it's like kind of scary. Like you've grown this baby and you're going to have somebody else come in and help. But then seeing like what happened since they brought someone on is just incredible. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's vital. I tried to do it by myself. I, I was determined, like, I'm going to figure all this out myself. No, I don't need anyone. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) My mentor tells me, he said, Daniela, listen to me. One plus one equals two when you're trying to do it alone. But when you collaborate, one plus one equals 11. He says, so what are you trying to do? That makes sense. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a conversation the other day with um, this awesome lady. She has a podcast and she's all about helping entrepreneurs start to outsource. So they have more time to, you know, do the things that they're good at. Um, And she was like, you know, a lot of people think that you have to hire someone full time. It doesn't have to start that way. You know, like you can start small, like you can hire someone for pretty decent for a few hours a week and really start to get time back to really grow. And I was like, oh, you're right. Because I always, you know, kind of assume the same thing, you know, it's like, I need to hire someone full time. I mean, no, a lot of people can't afford that, but you start and then keep growing. Absolutely. And you'll be surprised just those three or four hours that you hire them weekly. um, And that, that time can be utilized in what you're great in, or even just what you want to do with your own life. Right. Or if you You just need rest or something. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you have to be operating in what you do. It could just be, I don't want to do anything. How about that? Right. You know, you don't, you know, you as a business owner, I think we've always been taught that you have to grind all the time. No, no, not all. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything. And so we have to learn that, you know, I may just want to hire you three hours a week because I want to get my three hours to myself. I want that three hours to be on Wednesdays because I want to go and get a manicure, pedicure, massage, facial, the whole nine. Thank you for giving me that time to do that. Right. Or I just want to sit on my couch and be a bomb today. Right. That's, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I think we forget, like you said, we're always like, oh, you got to keep going. You got to hustle. You got blah, blah, blah. But I mean, oh. that's not sustainable. And it's two, not. like taking rest is actually very beneficial. Like it does so many it's things. Like, cause I feel like our minds constantly Constantly. Like, yes, constantly. So yeah, just chilling Netflix for a few hours. Like, I don't know. You come back a new person, really. (laughs) 
yes for Netflix. Right? Yes for Hulu. Yes. I I think we watched like everything on Netflix, so we just switched to Hulu because we're like, oh my God, we've seen all that. Listen, yes, 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 yes. You know, um, my husband and I, I was uh, yesterday, we just really, we took the dog and we went to the park and we just walked. And so I was, I was doing, I was sending emails and I, I just stopped. I said, babe, I'm so sorry. I turned the phone off. I said, it's about us. Let's mm-hmm. talk. How was your day? You know, how are you feeling? You know, and you know, I just rubbed his head and I was like, you know what? This feels absolutely amazing because I'm always going. I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at this computer or I'm, I'm coaching somebody or I'm in the membership and I'm calling, I'm making 20 calls, 20 plus calls a day. And, you know, this is outside of, you know, speaking because I speak globally. And so I'm just constant. It was constant, 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 constant. And the very thing that you're working for, you will find yourself disconnecting from because you're so busy chasing what you're working for. Yeah, it's, it's Nailed real. It. Yeah. Yeah. My dad I, said that to me. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, crazy. So don't, don't take, make some time for you. Yeah, totally. I know. Sometimes like I'll check my phone at like six at night. My husband's like, what? I mean, it's after work hour. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I'm yeah. so used to picking it up yeah, and looking so at it, you know? To. Right. Yeah. So like, I'm excited for this because so like when we do, we camp a lot in the summer and we usually go places that don't have cell phone service. And it's like, I don't know. It's such an amazing feeling to like, it, it's not even an option for me. So like, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, the mental, the mental, the media break, the mental, yeah. like that mental break to yes. just say, I don't want to think about nothing. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to know what's going on in the world today. Yeah. I could care less. It's non-personal, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to read nothing. <laughs> I don't want to respond to nothing. Babies, children, don't call. I'm not mommy today. I'm Nicole. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm Nicole. Thank you. Have a great day. Now, unless you have a newborn, you can't tell your newborn that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Right. Which I don't anymore. Absolutely. Mine are like nine and six. So now I'm like, yeah, oh, you okay. can feed yourself. No, mommy, no, not today. Mommy's not here today. Mommy's right. on a break. Yeah. Go to daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mommy's it. On a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. So we're down to your favorites. Um, what's your favorite book? My favorite book, and I have it. I thought I brought it out. Here it is. I said, I'm going to show you one of my favorite. Oh, that's not it. So anyway, my favorite book is The Five Second Rule. Is this Mel Mel Robbins? Yes. Yes. I've heard about it. I have not read it. Outside of the Bible, because that's my favorite book. But this is absolutely one of the books that I love. And I'm going to meet Mel one day. I know I am. I'm going to meet her. We're going to be on the same stage. We're going to be talking. And I'm going to tell her how this book really changed the very trajectory of my life. This book, this book is how I created my movement. And my movement is called Girl, I'm Done With About To. Oh, I love that. I'm done with about to. And so this book has really inspired me um, to be a better Daniela and to stop procrastinating. I was a chronic procrastinator. This prayer, prayer in this book did it for me. Oh, that's amazing. I might have to pick that as our um, book club pick for next month. Yes. Amazing book. It is amazing. So the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Okay. I can't wait to see you on stage with her one day because I believe you'll get there. 
Yes. And I'm going to say, I said it on Nicole, Nicole Bernard's show. I said it on Nicole Bernard's show and it happened. It happened, it happened, it happened. (laughs) Awesome. What's your favorite drink? Uh It can be anything. Okay. I heard water, coffee, margaritas, wine. I, okay. I love wine. I do pray for me. I have not gotten delivered from that yet. Okay. I pray for that too. A lot. It still hasn't. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't have a glass every day, but I will have a glass at least two to three days out of a week. So Yeah, that's about me too, yeah. It's wine. Pray for but they me. say okay. if we just have like one, two, then it's yes. actually good for us. So okay. Okay. okay, so it's a part of my, I'll, I'll implement that in a part of my diet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. So <laughs> it's wine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sore. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Oh, Wow. So, I, and it's going to probably go into the second question. I love the Food Network channel. Mm. So my favorite thing, it honestly just takes my mind off of everything. Mm-hmm. I'll sit, I'll go get, well, not fuzzy pajamas now, but I love pajamas. I love fuzzy socks. I love like, oh my God. If you ever, I tell people, if you ever want to give me something, pajamas and fuzzy socks and fuzzy blankets are like my love, okay? Mm-hmm. So... Um, I love to curl up on the couch. I grab my dog, Gracie, and then we get on the couch. I turn the Food Network channel on and I'm in, I'm in heaven. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. My mother-in-law got me into the Food Network channel. Um, so do you like cook a lot of the dishes or are you just like watching it? I love watching it and I love experimenting. Oh, fun. Okay. And I'm doing a challenge now. We're doing a 30 day vegan challenge. Oh, yeah. It starts Monday. I don't know why I did this. I and I have all these people in my group that's like, Daniela, well, I can't wait. I'm like, listen, I, this is so, yeah, 30-day vegan challenge I'm doing now. It's Daniela Coffee's 30-day vegan challenge. Okay. I've never been a vegan in my life. I am a meat connoisseur. Right. Like, what are you going to so, do without bacon? Sorry, I don't want to make it worse for you. But. I know. I don't know. I'm going to just maybe do, they say you can make bacon with banana peels. Really? I Yeah. Let me know I'm how that tastes. It. Like, seriously, I'd be interested. Um, what made you decide to do that? Just. I got fluffy over this quarantine. Oh, I'm God, like, I'm... my husband is grabbing things that I didn't know I had. <laughs> like, you know, stuff is jiggling. I didn't know that. I was like, what is going on? So I have to do something drastic. Yeah. And I said, you know, drastic is Daniela, try becoming a vegan for 30 days. And then I did, I posted it on Facebook. Why did I do that? Well, that's that? good though, because you're keeping yourself accountable. Like, that's great. That yeah. sounds real good, Nicole, but that is, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. I'll be days. praying for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I feel, yeah, same thing. Like, I've been wearing all, like, the stretchy pants because we don't go anywhere anymore. And I put my jeans on the other day, and I was like. Girl, listen. This that's how I that's right. how I got on. Right. I was like 30 day vegan challenge. I cannot right. wear this. Okay, flag. I might have to join. I don't know if I have the willpower, but I, listen, <laughs> I cannot. My jeans forget they won't zip. Forget buck butt buttons. No buttons. Yeah, no, I've got a nice muffin top that is not attractive. Oh, not at all. So I said, okay, here we go. I'm gonna do something drastic. So 30 awesome. days. Proud yeah. of you. That'll be awesome. Um. Okay, so we talked about what you like to watch. Your last one, where's your favorite place to go? My favorite place to go. Okay, so this is probably going to be contradicting. I love dining. I love food, right? I'm a foodie. 
Um, so I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I my last travel right before this pandemic was Italy, and I think I probably gained like twenty pounds in nine days there. I did a workshop over in Italy, a personal development mm-hmm. workshop, and so that was yeah traveling I love traveling and I love experimenting food I have a very extensive palate and so I could I love food I I do too I mean I don't know how like one of my mother-in-law's good friends she was she's like this tiny little thing and she was like I don't even like eating like I just eat because I know like it keeps me alive and I'm like what what does that even mean like (laughs) Like Sunday brunches are my favorite. Oh, you know, like, I love brunch. I don't. I mean, just yeah. I don't know how people cannot care about food. I don't either. I love. So food. we're all different. God made us all different, I guess. But yeah, I'm so glad he didn't make me like that. I know, me neither. Like, <laughs> I'll keep my muffin top. I can still have like. <laughs> I just want a little bit tinier though. Right, have, exactly. Girl, look, it's a lot of muffin. I got muffin tops with an S. Okay. <laughs> goodness um so where can everybody find you and connect with you like your website social media all of that so it is i'm daniella coffee on every platform i'm daniella coffee instagram daniella coffee um facebook um my i am currently my current website is under construction um that's another tip and i'm probably going to bust a person bubble with this one i did not have a personal website for years and I was constantly booked for speaking. That's amazing. Make the impact. When you open your mouth, add value. And I don't care if it's a service-based industry, if it's a product-based industry, make the impact when you open. And I didn't, I'm telling you, I had no website until my coach was like, you don't have a website and you're always booked. I'm saying, yeah, it's always word of mouth. Right. I'm not bragging about it. I'm not. But I'm confident to say that when you make the impact, when you be authentically yourself, when you are true to who God has created you to be. Listen, don't get me wrong. You need those things. And I really wish I probably would have been booked even more had I had them Mm -hmm. because now I have to go back and do some things that I did not do. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching how I teach and what we teach and how we do our our, our business is structured. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, make the impact, add value, share your story. I don't care what it is. Don't be afraid to be authentically you because that very thing that you're hiding that you don't want to talk about is a very thing that's going to really push you to your next level because you're hiding it. And somebody is saying, I just wonder if anybody is going through this. Is anybody going through um, uh, imposter syndrome? Is anybody going through you know, um, they've, they've had an abortion and they're trying to figure out, you know, what move do I make? Did, is anybody going through marital issues? Is anybody going through overthinking and, and negative self-talk and depression? Are any leaders going through that? Be authentically who you are and share your story and share your journey. I love it. It's, it's so true. And it, you know, it is, a simple concept, but so many people, you know, don't. yeah. Don't. We pretend like we're perfect. Right. But and like those memes, tell. like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like you were saying, and like the it's not house fine. is burning down behind you. <laughs> exactly. And you're in the house. Right. Yeah. 
and the firemen, the, the first responders are like, listen, get on the ladder, open the window. And you're like, no, I'm okay. I can put it out by myself. Right. Yeah. Trying to put out a forest fire with a cup of water. Right. Get, get, no. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. my goodness. This has been such a fun talk. Um, I've loved everything that you have shared with us today. And I, I know it's going to be so inspiring for my listeners because it, I, I'm inspired. I took a bunch of notes during it. Like, I'm so ready now. That's, I'm so, oh, Nicole, that just brings joy to my heart to hear you say that. Yeah. Um, and then that means that I have, I've done what I'm supposed to do. I've, I was me. And yeah. I just showed up to just be Daniela. And I'm going to say that to you, Nicole, show up and just be Nicole. Be the best Nicole that you can be to your listeners who's ever listening. Just show up and be the best darn authentically person that you were created to be. Those that love you will attract to you. Those that don't, the hell with them because they weren't meant for you anyway. That's it. Don't even worry about them. Trust me, your tribe. My last and final quote, the triumph of your trials creates your tribe. The triumph of your trials creates your tribe. So don't dismiss your trials. Don't dismiss your tribulations. Don't dismiss the things that you're dealing with. The triumph, when you come out of it, even when you're going through it, that is what's going to draw your tribe. You want to build an audience? You want to build a tribe? Be authentic. Share your story. Share what you have come out of. Share what you are going through, the process of it share it. Don't dummy down or diminish who you are or your process. Because I promise you, I, you're going to be surprised of the people that draw to you and what they're going through. And they were just waiting for somebody to say, wow, I'm not in this thing by myself. I was going through the same thing. So, um, be you. I love that. I yes. love it. And it like that just creates connection with the right yes, people. And absolutely. Yeah. It breaks all kind of barriers. Mm-hmm. Religion, it breaks race, it all kind of barriers. Just get to know me. Just know my story. I promise you, we have so much more in common than we do different. Right. I promise. And like you said, our stories are so powerful. Like yes. so powerful. Yeah. So powerful. So awesome. well, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you so much. This has really been such a joy. Um, Yeah, and thanks for listening, everyone.